on this episode of the AIE Podcast. Congratulations. We're sorry. We have info on how to show off your style. I'm afraid the stronghold is fully unlocked and operational. What does New Braid and ESO have in common? Well, Denkinia and Sparrow are here to fill us in. And I'm pretty sure it actually is Denkinia and Sparrow. In any case, all that and more coming up now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 304 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Octa Est gaming community. The Die Has Been Podcast. I am Makala. To my virtual left and downstairs is Tetsemi. After my physical left and downstairs. I was going to say, uh, I have a spreadsheet, but it's only to keep track of where I am in the war campaign on both the Alliance and the Horde. Got it. And to our virtual right is Cow. Greetings, gamers. And yes, Tiny Savannah is judging you. <laughs> she does that. Uh, this week, we're, we're here joined. Wow, can't speak. We are joined by our very special guests, Dan Kenya and Sparrow, who are talking who are here to talk to us about AIE and ESO. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us this evening. So um, I'm going to go ahead and we're going to do this alphabetically tonight. So, Dan, Kenya, what have you been doing in and out of game? Um, in game, I've been working on WoW a bit, um, slowly leveling a character. And my main is at 115 right now, so nice. she's getting there. Um, I'm also playing ESO, of course, um, several times a week. Out of game, just working a lot, hanging out with friends, planning a trip to Disneyland. Yay, brat. Okay. And Muka, what have you been doing in and out of game? Um, Pretty much just been living in a while lately. Uh, not, not too long after our last show, we had that new expansion drop that everyone's been talking about. So, uh, yeah, I've pretty much been li living living the wild life, um, almost to the detriment of uh, everything else, of course. Um, and when I can remember uh, logging into ESO to get my daily rewards and to talk to the stable master and all that fun stuff. But, uh, yeah, pretty much wow all the time, always, forever. Yeah, it seems. I know, it's so Did bad you that get... you track. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. I, was, I know, it's so bad. Yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Mew even resubscribed. Yeah, apparently I've been talking too much about it and watching too many videos, especially yeah. that uh, uh, Tevison and Evatel stuff. Mm -hmm. yes. That's been pretty fascinating stuff. So, uh, yeah, I guess I must have uh, kind of poked at it enough. She's like, you know what? I'm just going to play. But awesome. amusingly enough, um, the first thing she did was play a Demon Hunter in Legion. <laughs> <laughs> of <laughs> so, course. Yes. So, you know, that's how it goes. Yeah. Well, because you're having to get two tunes raid ready, one on the Horde side and one on the Alliance side, right? Yep, yep. So uh, I uh, got got the Horde to 121st, um, which honestly, like doing both stories, it kind of felt like the Horde stuff should have been done first. Um, mm -hmm. Because then it made a lot more sense when you jump to the Alliance side and start doing the stuff there. I mean, even even the opening like cinematics, you know, you're uh, the Horde side, you're you're doing that. And then uh, you're that breakout, and then on, on the alliance side, they're kind of responding to it, so it, it works cool. out there. And then later on in the story, stuff happens on the alliance side. Horde is starting to pop up all of a sudden. So 
it yeah. just makes sense. So, you know. Yeah, awesome. I'm glad I, I did it that way as well. Yeah, worked it really well. So that's that's been my everything, it seems, lately. So. Cool. And Sparrow, what have you been doing in and out of game? So much fishing and werewolves. Fishing fishing and werewolves, that is my life right now. There's a few achievements I've been chasing for fishing in ESO. And with the changes to werewolf, it's been a lot of fun. So, yes, fishing and werewolves. Nice. Out of game, life. Normal life. things. Work, motorcycles, kids. Got it. The good things in life. Well, not the work thing, because that just kind of enables you to be able to deal, to have fun with the motorcycles and the kids. Exactly. That is its sole purpose. Yes. All right, Ted, what have you been doing in and out of game? Oh, about the same as Mew. Uh, I did get Ted to 120, um, got through basically as far as I can um, through the, the three zones, got that story done, got the final cinematic that wraps up the three zones done. Um, I've done the goblin dungeon and I've done two of the three horde dungeons and have not done any of the alliance dungeons yet because I'm waiting till I finish the story and then I want to go see how the story works out in the, in the dungeons itself. Yep. So, awesome. um, but I've gotten, I, I got to the 7,500 rep into honored with honor bound that part of the story. So all I have to do is get the rest of the way to revered and that unlocks the last part of the initial war campaign. And I will call it right now. There is no way this is not coming back to bite us in the butt. <laughs> very, very hard. Uh, yeah. The, the second, the last part of it that I just did, um, it was bad enough what we were going to do, but the surprise twist hook, thing that they dropped on you at the very end of that is like mm, no this is this is not going to end well i can see this coming already um so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that and like Muse said i wanted to see the alliance side of it because i want to see how the alliance was reacting to it plus i want to see what their their story is um so i've got tear guard all done um so I got, I've got that part of the story done and I thought I was like maybe a quarter of the way into Drustvar. No, I'm one of 10 chapters into Drustvar. I'm oh like, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. This is, this is the Voldoon area of the, the Alliance side or something. I'm, I might be close to being two of 10. I might've you know been close, but um, yeah, there's 10 chapters in Drustvar and it's very interesting, but I can see this is going to take a while. And I hear Stormsong Valley is just as long. So, Neat. Yeah, um, it's, just... yeah, both sides have seemed to have this. It's not really a problem, but it's an interesting conundrum where your main quest will say, okay, here's this little tangent. Oh, yeah, and while you're tangenting, here's here's this tangent. And while you're tangenting that tangent, here's we this tangent over tangents. here. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's pretty much, oh, yeah, and, and then Billy Bob needs help over there. And, you know, let, let's, let's go ahead and chase those turtles over there. Yeah. So. so I just hit 116 on the Alliance side. And I am not using any sort of heirloom. I'm not using any sort of 5% experience gem. I'm just doing all the story. And you get XP like crazy. In fact, when I leveled Tet, I didn't even have an XP bar on. So I didn't, I was never looking to see, well, how much do I have to the next level? Mm -hmm. I just let them kind of surprise me. Right. Um, 
but I've got the third part of the war campaign for the Alliance that I need to go do because I've set up the first two bases. Now I have to set up the base in Zoldazar um, and let that play out. So that's fun. Um, the only thing I keep forgetting to pay attention to is the mission table because mm-hmm. the missions just – they're basically I'm looking for rep stuff and they're not that yeah. interesting yet. So – yeah, but I hear that they might have a chance of dropping equipment because the followers can get equipment. And yes. we're also, they don't make a big deal about it, this expansion, but you are sort of kind of leveling the, your followers. It's yes. not like levels like it was in it's Legion. It's opening up equipment slots. Yeah, it's, 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 it's improving their quality, but you know, don't tell Rexar he's not max quality yet. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and you got to go and get your daily get bent from Garona. I mean, come on, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and I can't help but but make rude gestures back at her. She's just uh, <laughs> I know. She just invites it. Yeah. Um but that that's what I've been up to. So, yeah, I'm I'm probably going to hit 120 before I get out of Drustvar and then spend 120 struggling to get through Stormsong Valley because of the way they did the uh equipment and pacing. But the, the nice thing is at least on Tet um a lot of the world quests now are dropping 325 equipment. So Perfect. I'm almost, I'm, I actually hit LFR ready on my fury side because I got two good weapons mm. and I hate you blizzard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Bring back the artifact weapon. Any class that uses two weapons or a weapon in an offhand is back to needing two good drops as opposed to just one good drop. And mm. both my sword and shield are, or 300 right now. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So May I throw an amen in on the artifact uh, weapons? Yes. That was, the, that was the, the biggest reason I like them was because it was one item, and the item leveled, and you didn't have to worry about it. You didn't have to worry about, oh, look, a new dungeon's opening up. Now I got to get the next, you know, five-level better shield and the five better main hand now. So, but that's my mini rant. I'm, cool. I'm really enjoying it. So Awesome. What have you been up to? Okay. Um, so I've been doing the pen and paper thing or the roll 20 thing, depending on the game. Oddly enough, the game that I've been playing the most of um, has been Mage of All Things, which <laughs> is the game we've been trying to get off the ground as a party for um, a year now. Uh, we've been, we started out with some solo adventures, then combined two of the characters, now combined three of the characters. And we're three of us are together and we have one session left with two of us. And then we're ready for all five of us to be playing together. So that's pretty exciting. Um, yeah, they are my, our uh, storyteller is not joking when he calls this game world of darkness. <laughs> or we call this, you know, we think about this game being in a world of darkness. It's, um, it's intense. It's fun. Um, and last night, Pretty much, I found out had we gone with the plan that I had intended, we would have all died. So, good thing we didn't go with that plan. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we have one more session there. Get the, get the whole group together. Our Thursday night game with a bunch of tadpoolers is going strong. We're in the middle of Storm King's Thunder. And we uh, had a fun jailbreak a few weeks ago and are now trying to decide if we want to Save the princess, go to the dwarves, or go into the fire giant den. Save the cheerleader, save the world? Yeah, this is an obnoxious elven princess. I want to smack her. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, our Monday night game, which is includes Tets and myself, which should hopefully get going soon. Uh, but that's okay, because right now, uh, several of our players are really playing well. So. Very cool. That is what I've been... Oh, and then our my, fr- my every other Friday D&D resumes this week, which is great. Because, like I said, the last session turned into is all fun and games, so the moon turns into Cthulhu. Of course, so, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that is what is going on with me, and um, we're going to go ahead and chat about ESO in just a few minutes. But first, shall we cover this week's news? AIE News. Community news. Welcome to Gusty Tail, also known as Kuchiku in, in WoW, our newest AIE community officer with a focus on WoW. Congratulations are in order. Always. Very much so. And in streaming and guild podcast news, uh, Svotor episode, uh, Escape Podcast 254, Power Level Party. Uh, this week, um, Seema, Max, and Astromech PC dip back into the Sorcerer story on Corellia while talking about Power Leveling Party held by the AIE Guild on Tuesday. So it sounds like fun. And then on uh, Svotor Escape Podcast 255, Core of Corellia. Uh, Sema, Max, and Astromachy PC continue into the core of Corellia and talk about patch 5.9.2a. Awesome. Hey. And upcoming streams, uh, directly after this show, we, ha- we have the ESO. We'll be streaming. And since we happen to have two amazing folks from ESO, Kenny and Sparrow, can you tell us what will be going on? Absolutely. Um, there were two new dungeons released with the recent Wolf Hunter DLC, and we've decided that we're going to take Max through one of them. I cool. believe Sparrow is going to heal. I'm going to zap things with lightning. And yeah, it should be a lot of good fun. Wait, wait. You're telling me you're playing a long distance ranged character using an element? Yes. Huge <laughs> surprise, <Shocking>. right? I <laughs> am. So not your MO for. I don't know, the last four years of our gaming life? We were yeah. all ter- we were all terribly, terribly shocked when she started summoning demons. It was a strange right. I yeah, yeah. Um if anyone doesn't know, Kinney has a type. They normally <laughs> throw fire or they're warlocks. Um and sometimes they're warlocks that throw fire. Yes. Nothing wrong with it. That's who Kinney is. Yep. She has yep. keep her away from ledges. She has totally stepped away from her norm, though, and is throwing lightning now. I saw that, which to me sounds like she'd be perfect to play Sotor and go dark side. Yeah. Oh, no, she's just using the lightning to create fire. That's what it is. Yeah, like Zappy Boy. Yeah, Zappy Boy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> perfect. All right. Kenny, we love you. I know. It's Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to have to review my next case at work. <laughs> <laughs> Needs more fire. Yeah. All right. And in wow news, just a reminder, we're now using the AIE LFO community for invites. Please see the AIE-guild.info slash wow LFO for more information on how to join the community. Request an invite to the guild after receiving your approved Umami application email for each character. Do you have a style? Like we just said, would you like to show it off? <laughs> Gusty Tail and Cyrene are ho- hosting a show off your mug for Trial of Style. 
They'll be organizing guild members into groups of six to run the trial of style. This is a great time to earn your first play shirt for winning, along with currency to buy the transmog sets from the vendor. Their setting time is for Friday, August 31st at 8 p.m., Saturday, September 1st at 2 p.m. and 9 p.m., and Sunday, September 2nd at 1 p.m., and Monday, September 3rd at 8 p.m., all times Eastern. We encourage everyone to group any group anytime outside that, however, and don't forget you need a shirt and tabard in your bags before queuing. You can always pre-create your transmog sets, too. Good luck, and see you next weekend. That's so fun. And in Suotor News, mandatory fun nights this week will be on the Republic side. Uh, make sure you join Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific to enjoy the fun. Conquest will be the Trade Emporium. Ops is Toboro's Courtyard. The Stronghold is fully unlocked for our guild, as we said earlier, and has both a large arena that, that is outfitted for custom hut ball or team deathmatch, and a small arena for small group or duels. There's also a beach for chill guild parties. Sounds like they're having fun over there. The mega event on Friday was fun and well attended. We got a pretty Big group in our new guild hole, guild stronghold rather, and played around with the two custom arenas. Uh, it was called Revenge of the Huts. A fun was had by all, and everyone killed Max, like you do. Yep, <laughs> like, like you do. You do. Uh, the next mega event will be on September twentieth, with details to come. It will be announced on the Working Class Nerds next episode or on Escape Podcast, whichever happens. And probably the next podcast as well, considering who the next guest is, but we're not worried about that right now. And in Star Trek Online news, Cryptic slash Perfect World announced that coming this fall, it'll be the Age of Discovery. We'll get to see many of the Star Trek Discovery show stories put into game. They even mentioned in the release that they will have a new starting experience for captains wanting to create a Discovery Federation captain. Uh, the guess is that it'll be similar to the creation of the TOS captains. Uh, there might also be similar system to add those captains for bonus rewards um, when you uh, that you unlock account wide. The Crystalline Catastrophe event is going on now for special rewards. The fleet is still progressing on various holdings, but can always use more duty officers for those for those activities. And there's something about a burning tree and fighting on the island. I don't know. I'm thinking. People should be uh, jumping into STO to find out exactly what's going on there. <laughs> all right. And in EVE, speaking of everything's on fire, all is hunky-dory. PvP activity is still at an all-time high as they continue their holy war against Test Alliance and their lowly mythical unicorn Russian renters alliance. The Hobo <laughs> Wars are real, people. The Hobo Wars are real. Yes. And then Final Fantasy XIV news, starting today, today, August 26th, today, today, and ending September 17th, the, the Rising event returns. Celebrate Final Fantasy XIV's fifth anniversary as the Mithril Eye returns to search for the, the most fascinating of stories. Rewards for this event include a wind-up Serena, Serena, Serena uh, from, she's one of the Aura from the Asm Steppe region, and uh, you can also get some fashionable earrings. Nice. And Guild Wars 2's 6th uh, anniversary is coming soon. In fact, it is coming on Tuesday. Annette never talks much about it, and it, but it plans to... Um, wow. But, plan, but plans... <laughs> I'm starting that over again. Annette, ne- <laughs> Annette never talks much about its plans, but it's expected to have traditional sales in the gem store. Yeah. It's hard. 
And speaking of sales in Lord of the Rings Online, follow in Frodo's footsteps and get 20% off now through August 30th on select quest packs, 100% XP boost, mithril coins, max morale, and power scrolls. The weekly coupon gets you combat run speed boost times 5 with coupon speed, coupon code speed boost now through August 30th. So you're telling me that they're... I do, I do quite enjoy coupons, but for speed coupons, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Anyway, with that, let's get back to our amazing guest, Kenny and Sparrow, and we're going to find out what's going on in ESO. Now, I do have to say, for those who aren't familiar with the history of AIE, they do kind of hold a special distinction. Um, Sparrow started out New Breed, and when he stepped away from WoW for a while, he put it in Dan Kenny's hands. So it's, it is quite cool that we have these two amazing folks together talking about ESO, which they both are very active in. So, what's going on there, guys? Well, I'll let Sparrow talk a little bit about the Wolf Hunter DLC, since he actually has a werewolf character. Yes. Yes, uh, two now have a small werewolf addiction, apparently. Evidently. <laughs> yeah, they've released two new dungeons. The, the first is a, a simpler hunt style. The combat itself is quite difficult. It's got a few phases you have to walk through, but overall, it's a very good event. It has a giant deer-headed god in the background, so it's very much uh-huh. loved on my part. Yeah, oh, that's cr- creepy. Wow. It, I've seen that. It's the, the They were showing it off before it launched, and he's just like very ominous standing over there just watching what you're doing. And he's there throughout the entire thing. So as you're playing this, back your camera out and look up. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful piece of artwork. Uh, the second one is a very intense romp through what was at one time the Werewolf Hunter's Keep that has been taken over by the werewolves. And it has giant Hulk-sized werewolves ready to take your face off. Ooh. I, I, think I, of I think I saw a fight where it was a giant werewolf and there's a bunch of islands and there's water going on. And he's doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And if you do the, the veteran, he like multiplies and there's tons of him running around. And it just it looked chaotic and fun. Yeah, that's, the mar- that's the March of Sacrifice, and actually there's a little three-part side quest within that one mm-hmm. that if you accomplish it, you get a toy that or a memento that allows you to turn into one of those giant Hulk-sized werewolves <laughs> for a moment. Wow. It's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a great dungeon. It's well-designed. It's challenging, but not overwhelming. The mechanics are, are learnable. It's not a you have to face roll or, or you die 15 times. It's a, it's a good dungeon. It's well-constructed. Oh, yeah, and, and apparently very difficult because the developers on the stream couldn't beat the hardest of all <laughs> Yeah, you need wow. to have somebody in there who's done it at least once or twice. Mm-hmm. When we uh, ran it with a guild group the other night, it took us, uh, I think I died, is six million a high number? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the same amount of languages that um, C-3O speaks, so yes. <laughs> there was a lot of death involved, but it was a lot of fun, and there was a real feeling of accomplishment getting through there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've also revamped all of the werewolf skill line for the people who have become werewolves. I was actually playing with it today. I made a new werewolf and went through to see how the leveling was. It's a lot smoother now. It's a load of fun. Fabulous. It's one, one that I haven't actually tried. In fact, I haven't tried vampires either for that matter. But uh, from what I've heard, the the vamp- uh, werewolves, are they stamina um, favorites or how does that yeah. work? Werewolves are stamina-based. They give you uh, stamina back while you're in form. They're, most of their abilities are while you're in the werewolf form, unlike the vampire, which is a constant passive. Mm-hmm. But you are a complete furry chainsaw when you're in werewolf form. <laughs> 
complete furry chainsaw. Yeah, I think they had to balance it because since the vampires get their some of their perks all the time, mm-hmm. the werewolves they have to make sure that when you go in because werewolving is um, I don't know if they've changed it, but it's it's your ultimate. Like it's instead of having like an ultimate ability like your class would normally have or your weapon mm-hmm. would normally have, your werewolf form takes that place, and then you tell it go werewolf. But I don't know if they've changed that. Nope, that's still the way it works exactly. Okay. The thing that they changed the most though was that you maintain your werewolf form longer from doing damage rather than from taking damage as it was before. Hmm. That makes okay. sense. So you, you spend more time in wolf form. It's a lot of fun. That's good. I heard a lot of people complaining about the old way that like you, you had, you yourself had to get hit. So basically tanks were okay yeah. with being werewolves and that was it. Yeah, it's almost like you had to be like rage filled to be able to do something with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The old way could be frustrating because you could spend time, just a short amount of time in the werewolf form. Earlier today while I was playing with it, I went through pretty much all of Spindle Clutch, which is one of the early dungeons, in werewolf form without having to transform out. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, and it um, looks like Max said that he's uh, willing to turn his Nightblade into a werewolf on the stream tonight. <laughs> that's what I was thinking, too, is I have a stand blade as well and that might benefit if that's, in fact, the case. Yeah, I got talked into creating a new character when we were running the Rothgar dailies because the dailies can be done once per character. Mm-hmm. So Sparrow and another guildy, Thug, sort of encouraged me to create this character. She's a Khajiit, and she will end up being a werewolf Khajiit. <laughs> and <laughs> so she's I'll not a caster. Yeah, she's not a caster. She's a Nightblade, so she uses daggers. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, totally Khajiit. weird for me. But she but will still run coin us off if you have items. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she will still run you off cliffs, but she takes half but, fall damage, so she doesn't die as easily as my Sork, who's yep. a vampire. Yes. So. Khajiit best race. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but some of the other things that came about when the Werewolf Hunter DLC went live is they made some changes to the base game, mm-hmm. such as the improvements to the Werewolf skill line. Um, so a new battlegrounds map and some changes to the alliance war. The thing that I was most excited about was the skill respect change. Um, mm-hmm. The way it used to be, you had to f- wipe all your skills in order to refresh them and start over. If you wanted to make one tiny change, now you can just change the one piece that you want. So it's a lot more affordable and a lot less hassle. That's good. Yeah. Cause otherwise you, they basically were trying to push you towards getting one of the unlock, like buying the full one from the store because like the, if you kept doing the regular one, the in game gold one, that just got more and more expensive. So that's, that's good. And yep. the price, the pricing on it's really good right now as well. Cause they've made it one gold to change. <laughs> nice. They do that. Um, every time they change some sort of skills like they did with the werewolf line, they generally will reduce the cost of changes to let people play with that, yeah. which is really nice for them to do. Yeah. I think they did it. Did they do that for Somerset too, when it came out? Yes. Because of the changes to some of the base classes. Yeah. And also with the addition of jewel crafting, people might want to move some of their crafting stuff around. Exactly. So, um, and the only other information we have on that is, ESO's Mandatory Fun happens every Friday night around 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, usually I live stream it so you guys can watch if you're not in-game or feel free to join us. There might be death by clips involved. And if they're not able to check out the live live stream, is there any way to rewatch that? Um, right now, the live stream videos are archived on my Twitch. Um, I want to get with 
one of our powers that be and get it onto the AIE YouTube channel eventually. But they're there for about 30 days. So, so question, Mac has a question. Um, how much have the base classes changed? Does he need to respect his Sork? Um, no, you don't really need to respect your Sork. Um, some of it was minor changes to skills that to make them a little bit more usable. Um, I think I made one adjustment to my mm -hmm. Sork afterward, and it was just to get rid of a skill that is beneficial in some builds, but didn't really work for me. Perfect. Okay. And the AIE powers that be, by the way, do say that the YouTube channel can happen. Awesome. awesome. Yes. So go ahead and get with Max after the show, Kenny. I'm sure you guys can discuss that before you stream ESO tonight and get everything uh, arranged with that. Absolutely. And our cliff diving will be saved for all time. Forever <laughs> yeah. and ever. Always. Yes. But can you cliff dive to go fishing? The answer to that question is a yes. An absolute yes. Mm -hmm. You can do anything as long as it ends in fishing. Got it. <laughs> all right. But I've got a good question for the two of you. Um, so when uh, Somerset came out, um, for some strange reason, other than getting jewel crafting and, and buying the boat, um, I ended up getting drawn over to Clockwork. So I didn't have been able to spend as much time in the Somerset. So since it's been enough time since Somerset came out, do you guys have any thoughts for that expansion to share with everyone? I enjoyed it. I liked the story. Um, I did Clockwork first, which I think... Uh, made the story a little bit better for me mm -hmm. because it tied back into something you do in clockwork and someone you encounter will make some comments about the activities you did in clockwork. Um, but yeah, I definitely enjoyed the story. Um, some of the new dungeons were interesting and very easy to get lost in. And I get lost a lot in games. You do. Um, there was also <laughs> lots of places for me to fall off of. So that was awesome as well. Um, it's it's a beautiful expansion. It really is. Oh, yeah. And I will follow up Dan Kinney's advice. Finish Clockwork first. Okay. And then go do Somerset. But as you do Somerset, don't push hard through the main storyline. Do the side quests. That's, that's to, usually my style. To tell you why would be a bit of a spoiler, but do the side quests. Meet everybody. Yeah. And Stygic is grindy. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I haven't done anything with them yet. You're closing portals and finding staff parts. It's a bit grindy, but the uh, some of the spells that you get from their skill line are definitely worthwhile. Hmm. Yeah, that's well. That's I, I play a, a mostly play a stand blade, so I haven't done as much stuff with the magic. But uh, I hear Sigic has some fun stuff. That's why you know I don't I, I finish the mage stuff, but you know I, I don't really do much with it. As a stand blade, go far enough in to uh, be able to see the Sigic portals and stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And with the, there is an NPC that you get to help with that Sigic line. Uh, he is hilarious. And that's all I'll say about him. Yeah, definitely. He is worthwhile. He is the funniest part of any game I have ever played. Very um, cool. Well, I, I, I do know basically my favorite character in the entire game is Raj. So I'm always happy when he pops up again and says hi. So that's, I do remember seeing him in the beginning of Somerset, but hadn't, like I said, didn't really do much with it. So I have to see what all he's do, been up to in there. Yeah, he's definitely a big part of it as well, which is good. He's one of my favorites too. Awesome. So any other ESO stuff that you guys want to make sure the community knows about? Not I just want to, oh, I'm sorry. Can you go ahead? Go ahead, Sparrow. 
I just want to stress again, come to Mandatory Fun Night. It is a blast. Whether we've got eight people or 80 people, we find something to do. And the, the conversations are worthwhile. Come play. Awesome. And Max wants to know, are there any new armor sets and any interest and anything interesting there there with this update? With the werewolf update. Yes. So gear wise, I'm assuming. There I is know, new gear. Yeah, there's new gear that the dungeons drop that's definitely uh stamina based. Um so sets of that would be good if you're running a werewolf because most of those are stamina. Cool. Um, and any PvP and what about PvP updates? PvP, I know there was a new battleground that came out. Um, as to more specifics on PvP, I didn't delve into it too much because I didn't do it before the changes. I've never been a big PvP person, so I'm not sure what benefit the changes would have made. Got it. There's fishing in Cyrodiil. That is the end of my comment on PvP. <laughs> and there's fishing everywhere, according to Sparrow. Well, and we did take mandatory fun the week before last into Cyrodiil. Um, and we actually took over a keep, which was pretty awesome because we yeah. we claimed it in the name of our guild. So all the NPCs had our little guild tag over their head until someone else took the keep over later. But <laughs> we've got a few screenshots of that. Awesome. And that's a hey, screenshot means it lasts forever. Exactly. And by the way, we had mentioned um, the AIE Twitter feed or Twitter feed. Wow. A YouTube feed. Uh, Max did post it in chat, but it is go to YouTube and look for Aliyah Okta Est and you will find it there. Yep. All right. So unless you guys have anything else to uh, let us know about, that is going to be our show for tonight. While the chat room begins adjusting titles, we want to thank Kenny and Sparrow for joining us. And as you know, there's going to both of them are going to be streaming ESO online after the show. So if we're looking for you guys online, out and about, where are we going to find you? On Twitter, I'm at Dan Kinnia, D-A-N-K-I-N-I-A. And my Twitch stream is twitch.tv slash plays. Um, and evidently, also, you can follow the hashtag, Where's Kenny? Yes, that is being resurrected this week. Not unlike a vampire. That, <laughs> that fills my furry heart with joy. Yay! <laughs> we'll make sure that happens. And Sparrowhawk, can we find you? You can find me at Sparrowhawk1. That is Sparrowhawk with an E and the number one at the end on Twitter. That's about the only place I exist. Or if you're in Tamriel, look for water. I'll be nearby. Exactly. <laughs> Just, just check the cliffs and make sure Kenny's not diving off them. Right. Wait, can we go fishing for Kenny? <laughs> you may have to. I think you just <laughs> named my next band, Fishing for Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will tell you this in EverQuest. Yeah, you had to go get corpses out of rivers and lava and stuff like that. So, yeah, you could actually go fishing for Kenny. So, yep. Nice. <laughs> All right. If you folks have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at the podcast at AIE-guild.org. You can follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Mew is at the Mew Cow. McCullough is at Cyberwave. And I am at Ivory Tiger. 
We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, aie-guild.org slash podcast-live-stream. And our Discord server for chat is bit.ly slash AIE Podcast Discord. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play all the great AIE member segments we received this week, including the triumphant return of Ask Buxley by at X Buxley. Yay! And overly dramatic news by Hunts the Wind. Awesome. And next time, we're going to be joined by Marcus and Max, who will be talking to us about AIE in Star Wars uh, The Old Republic. So until then, AIE, this is Makala. This is Tetsemi. This is Mucow. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Ah, retired life is great. I just wish they could get this drink right. Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. May I speak to you, please? I asked for a banana-infused rum, and they brought me a lava colada. And I said, no salt. No salt for the margarita. Oh, oh my gosh. I, I almost forgot the instance was on. And it's just like coffee. Here it is. Sarfang. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Really overacted. They and must be talking about when Sarfang hit Malfurion with that axe. 410s. I still don't know how he knows it's him or how he has any idea to say his name. And huh. I guess people still have questions like this. Maybe I should start answering questions again. But I need my stuff. Jeez, oh, where did I put that thing? Oh, here it is. Let's see. Let's see if I can get this thing to work. This is Buxley answering your World of Warcraft questions. Blah, 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 blah. Gerps asks, how does Malfurion know it was Sarfang that hit him with the axe? This is easy. You've seen Malfurion, right? He has those giant eyebrows. Well, he has these little tiny mirrors on the ends of those things so he can see what's going on behind him without turning around. Really helps when he's parallel parking his mounts. Anyway, Malfurion is really concentrating on Sylvanas, you know, because he has to be. It's Sylvanas. And he completely missed seeing Sarfang with those eyebrow rearview mirrors. A quick glance, and he saw who it was. Thanks for your question! If you'd like to see what I'm up to, follow Ask Buxley on Twitter. You can listen to the archives at AskBuxley.com. He's back! Sylvanas and Jaina square off in new battle over boat suppression. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. While relations between the Horde and Alliance have seesawed between cautious cooperation and open warfare, one constant on Azeroth has been the ongoing battles over intellectual property. An unexpected new front in this war of ideas opened recently when Sylvanas Windrunner filed suit against Jaina Proudmoore, alleging the mage infringed the Banshee Queen's copyright on, quote, dramatic entrances through parting clouds via aerial transport methods that defy the laws of physics, unquote. Sylvanas claims that on or about August 7, 2018, she was conducting defensive operations on the ramparts of Lordaeron when she witnessed Jaina arrive on the scene in a flying galleon. This entrance was so similar to how Sylvanas arrived at the Battle of the Broken Shore that the Queen screamed in frustration, causing the deaths of dozens of nearby Alliance and non-Forsaken Horde. 
The suit seeks monetary damages for Sylvanus's emotional distress, compensation for the loss of value of the dead soldiers, partially offset by their value as risen skeletons, and a cease-and-desist order on the further use of the aforementioned galleon. Miss Proudmore's spokesmage said she was unavailable for comment due to a previously scheduled trip to visit family, but that this latest move by the Queen of the Forsaken was a very shippy thing to do. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.